0: Thanks for listening to Brokerage Insider. This week's episode was recorded live during the Explode virtual conference on Thursday, September 24th. We look forward to returning to our regular scheduled program soon, but until then, enjoy this session. In this episode, our VP of product, Katie Ragusa, interviews George Guerra, the founder of RESF, the real estate sales force, with 450 agents in the South Florida area. He's also the 2020 chairman of the Miami Association of Realtors.
1: So I just want to tell everybody a little bit about who they're going to be hearing from. So um, Eric mentioned some of your credentials um, just leading into your session. But um, in addition to that, George launched his brokerage firm, Real Estate Salesforce, or RESF, 15 years ago. And he's since grown it into four offices and nearly 500 agents. So um, they cover the South Florida market. And most recently, he was named 2020 Chairman of the Miami Association of Realtors, the largest real estate association in the nation, and the 2021 Global Liaison for the National Association of Realtors. So um, lots of credentials there. You run a brokerage, you hold, you wear many hats. Um, so I think today we want to focus on operating um, and keeping your brokerage running in a post-COVID environment and just lessons that... Um, hopefully we won't be here forever in these circumstances. So lessons really that we can apply to any major shift in the industry. So I remember I got my license back in, uh, 2008 during the downturn. So there, there just seems like no matter, um, what, if you're in the business long enough, you're going to hit some crisis or, or something, um, is going to rock your world or our industry. So I really want to talk about lessons that we can apply, um, longer term. So George, I think you're muted there. So hopefully we can hear from you.
0: You, you, you know what? I was talking to my executive assistant in between oh. class and, and asking him for a water. So that, that, oh. that, that, that was muted. Somebody
1: get this man a water. Um, so George, what makes your brokerage, RESF, special and unique as a company?
0: Oof, that, 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 I, I don't think we have enough time for that, Katie, to be honest. <laughs> But you, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I think what makes us special, honestly, is uh, number one, we're, we're an independent company. So so we have a great pulse on what's going on in the market. And and being an independent company means I only have one boss, and it's my wife. Um, b- besides that, I'm, I'm able to, to move and shift at the speed of now and, and get as creative as, as I want to. And for me, that flexibility and that, that ability to pivot and market uh, at, at the speed of now um works best for me personally you know luckily real estate there's so many ways to do business so many different models that you can operate it's really what what fits your style and and what makes you move Um, but what what makes us special in my opinion is really a commitment that i made almost 15 years ago and that was a simple one and that was that we were going to videotape every single one of our listings whether it was an efficiency or whether it it was a mega mansion, you know, we wanted to treat everybody the same. And, uh, you know, the lessons that I've learned is that my, my my apartment tenant, 10 years from now was a multimillionaire. And I want to make sure that throughout the whole entire experience that they've always felt that they were my number one client. So, um, I I think the best way to, to explain what makes us special was really that, you know, when the internet boomed, you know I was twenty seven years old in a market where the average broker was fifty seven years old. I'm sorry, the average agent was fifty seven years old, and the average broker was sixty three years old, and the internet boomed. And being twenty seven, being a tech native, first generation with a computer going into college, you know, I sort of had an aha moment. you know, and my aha moment was that that when the internet comes, You know, the internet is really going to change the way that we play on many levels, you know, not only from a marketing perspective, but from a reputation perspective. So, so, so think that what makes us special was that we recognized that very early on. And uh, when we shifted our business model um, as time went on, everybody sort of adapted to what we were doing. And uh, I, I think that we were able to build a strong reputation first, and we've been able to carry that reputation really because of our consistency. So I, I think what makes us special besides all that is the fact that we've been consistent and consistently also innovating as, as we'll go through and we'll talk about some of the things that we've been going through COVID, you'll see how we've been able to shift and move. And I, I think everybody will get great value from this.
1: Definitely. And, and you mentioned you were young entering the business in a world that just the dynamic and, and the norms were different. And sometimes I think it takes that fresh take, wow. fresh set of eyes to really turn things upside down and um, not just as a broker, but sometimes even staff or a marketing team um, that can be really helpful, not just age, but just that fresh take sometimes from a different industry entirely. So I think what you mentioned about being able to pivot is really key. Um, and that, I mean, if it happens all the time, we're just being nimble is necessary. So we're going to get into that more, but before we get super operational running a brokerage, can you tell me how the market in South Florida, so uh, your Miami area specifically, right? Um, How is it handling COVID?
0: So you you know what, great question. And uh, you'd be surprised the resiliency of us realtors and how we're able to operate and shift faster than you can ever imagine for a three or a 6% commission. It's amazing. But our, our market is hot, you know, luckily for us, when it comes to quarantining at home, home being the key word, home is now an essential part of, of our lives. And very lucky for us very early on, our, our governor realized how important our industry was and kept it essential. And uh, which allowed us to number one, help the first responders that were coming down, moving down, um, help, you know, the foreign nationals that were also here as well. Um, as COVID started unraveling. What, what we noticed was a strong demand for the suburbs, for single family homes, for people moving away from that condo. Hence, a lot of people from the Northeast New York started coming down. So, so to be quite honest with you, we are on fire. You know, we, we, have, we have more inquiries than we have inventory. Um, and uh, we're getting offers over asking price. And I'm seeing this, which I haven't seen ever. I'm even getting realtors offering their commission as part of the deal in order to get their their deals in, which talks to me about the level of demand and how desperate people are to get a home in this once-in-a-lifetime interest rate opportunity that that, that I think is really fueling a lot of the market as well.
1: Totally. Yeah, that absolutely helps. So sometimes when we're in the throes of, of this crisis, it's hard to see beyond it either direction, pre, post. But Tell us a little bit about like, let's take a step back before we get really into it. And where was your business? And what was your main focus as a broker owner pre pandemic?
0: So so great question. And you know what, I think like most people, we entered 2020, you know, from a a strong 2019 and all indicators were pointing to us that the market was gonna gonna continue at that pace. So you know what, we started the year with full speed ahead shooting on all cylinders you know um practicing real estate as hard as we could trying to take advantage of the market that was coming ahead so so think that we didn't see COVID in our rearview mirror at all we were full speed ahead and uh you know business was booming stock market was booming the economy was booming you know i, I don't think anything that anybody did in any sector can do any wrong at that point
1: point. and it, it hasn't stopped booming for you guys so uh we'll talk about that more too um, but what about the day when it hit you that this pandemic was real? Tell me about that day for you as a business owner and what was the first thing you did?
0: So great question. And um, you know what, the, the, the first thing I did was honestly, I retreated into my office and I started to think. And what, what, what I thought about, what was really what, what all brokers probably thought during the beginning of COVID is you know what, I have a fixed overhead that isn't gonna go away and all business has stopped to a halt. And uh, I wasn't worried too much about my office rent as much as I was worried about the employees that that I was maintaining um, before COVID. And I know how important they needed or how much they needed me after COVID more than ever. So for me, it was really analyzing, looking at my savings, looking at my reserves, asking myself, You know, I I need to hold some people. How am I going to hold them? How long can I hold them? And and really planning and thinking for worst case scenario, really at that beginning hour, you know, short term and a long term plan, you know, how am I going to be able to, to figure this out? And remember that I've been in the business 22 years, I've been a broker for 15, but I was born in the boom and I was raised in the crash. And, and you know what, being you know, in, in a terrible market was something that you know, I sort of grew up in. So, so I was thinking back of, of how we operated back then and what we were gonna do, what shifts were different at these times. And again, just, you know, no way to really predict the future, but really to try to prepare myself for what worst case can come. So, mm-hmm. so that, that was what happened right off the bat. Um, the second thing that, that happened right off the bat was, as, as a real estate broker, I have almost 500 agents that look up to me for leadership and direction. So as the leader, I needed to come out fast. and give them
1: some answers, right? Yeah, well, (laughs) you you
0: know what? I needed to go in some direction and say, hey guys, you know, we're alive. I, you know, we're working on a plan. You you know, we're we're gonna figure this out. I've been in this in in terrible situations before, you know, we're gonna get through with this. And and my, my first initial message was that we're here, you know, we're gonna open up new lines of communication. You know, and, and, and before we came from, let's meet in my office or give me a quick call to obviously the explosion of innovation that was there before, like Zoom. And all, all of a sudden, you know, I went from having meetings that were 20 to 30 people to all of a sudden getting a Zoom room with 350 agents, you know, looking to see what is going on, how we're we gonna operate. And, and uh, again, we're really starting to shift a little bit of honestly how I was gonna operate moving forward, even, you know, after COVID is gone.
1: Yeah, so take that time to retreat, make some quick decisions to make your team feel comfortable, your agents feel secure, like there is a plan, and then plan for the long term, that worst case scenario, like you were saying. Um, You talked about shifting business, we talked about pivoting a little bit, obviously technology has become more important than ever these days, social distancing, having meetings online, giant Zoom uh, conferences like you were talking about with hundreds of people like we also have today. So um, did you already have a lot of that in place before? And what have you had to do to shift or add or change uh, to sustain this? So
0: so you you know what, I think tools like like Zoom, we've had before, but we really didn't use it. I, I can tell you this, that I was probably the the last generation that isn't comfortable getting in front of a camera and talking. I think the younger generation with Snapchat and all these other tools, you know, are very comfortable, but I wasn't. And, uh, I I think from, from a meeting perspective and and from a a team perspective, I like the face to face and I was used to the conference call. Okay. Keep in mind that like realtors, us brokers, we're face to face. We're nose to nose with our agents, especially the good ones. And, um, we we get our fuel from the agents coming into the office, high-fiving, you know, you know, you know, congratulations on your commissioner, strategizing on a deal. And and COVID took that away. You know, we were compressed to behind a screen. So I had to sort of think, you know, and, and strategize. How are we gonna continue to build culture? How are we gonna continue to you know the traditions that we had in person? And, and maybe magnify them because guess what? We're home alone. You know, we're going through our mental stresses. You know, we're, we're, we're stuck with our family members all the time. You know, how can I make being a real estate agent still enjoyable and exciting and fun? And and, and that was really my challenge, you know? And uh, I'll share with you some of the things that we've done that, that, that I think for me has really moved the needle. And I think if you guys bring this into your brokerage, I, I think you guys can have some fun with it. So every Monday, on Zoom, I do what's called Coffee with George. And uh, I get a big, you know, cup of Cuban coffee, and, uh, and I start the week, nine o'clock, Zoom. You can do it from your car, you can do it from your office. And I limit it to 15 minutes, okay? I, this is not an hour meeting, this is a 15 minute hurrah, you know, get you pumped up and get you to attack the week. And what I do is, I start off with the truth. You know, I miss you guys, you know, I can't wait to see you guys in person. You know, I talk to them about the state of the market. You know, and recently, you know, the state of the market was, you know, civil unrest. You know, we had a a COVID pandemic going on and we had, you know, great interest rates and a booming real estate market. You know, the the second thing we were talking about is marketing. What is our message today? And our message was, you know, how we operate in a post-COVID environment. You know, from a marketing perspective, you know, traditional things don't work. You know, we need to show them, hey, we show properties with a mask, we spray our hands, we use gloves. You know, we need to sort of educate our audience that, hey, our business is still continuing. Um, So again, if we would harp on that, I would have my lenders talk about the interest rates. Hey guys, what interest rates should we be talking about? Um, I, I would have my attorney and my contract manager talk about what's going on from a contract perspective. Hey, extensions aren't being you know, extended people are looking for, you know, faster sales, you know, the, you know, these are the type of offers that I see coming through and it's really just to get a pulse of what's going on. Um, and, and then, you know, we ended with some quick Q and a, and then at the 15 minute mark, I cut it off and I send you out, you know, to, to for your work week and so, agents, agents love it, you know, and to keep that consistent gives me a little bit of state of mind and it allows me to, again, reach out to everybody every single Monday in a way that I've never been able to do in real life. And, and that is one example, Katie, of something that's gonna re- remain permanent after COVID. For me, it's you know what, you know, here it is. Um, I'll share with you one other thing that, that I've been doing consistently. And uh, we, we have a commercial division in, in our company and uh, we do what's called Multifamily Wednesday. And what, what, what I do is I go on Zoom at nine o'clock in the morning and this takes me 20 to 30 minutes and we go back seven days and we look at the active listings in the last seven days, and we look at at the sale price, and we look at the rent roll, and we get cap rate, and we discuss, is this a stud, or is this a dud? And uh, again, to give you an idea, we've done it probably for the last couple, you know, three to four weeks, and we started with 12 listings. It went up to 18, and yesterday, it's up to 25, and it's really cool to add just to your vocabulary. Hey, multifamilies are our You know, going up in in listings, you know, for for those that are diversifying your portfolio, you know, it gives you something to talk about with your clients that you normally didn't have. And and as a real estate broker, again, what do I want? I want people moving. I I want people engaging. I want people talking. And if I can theme up any of these trainings and sort of turnkey that for them you know, that, that works very well for them. And I'm getting great responses with that. So, so th- those are just two of, of, of the things that I've added on that I think are super cool and that agents love. And again, I think as a broker, we need to find ways to engage with, with our agents and, and create that culture. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: we have a that- lot of people in the chat right now loving the coffee idea. Some of them I am seeing are doing uh, happy hours, but they specifically are loving the Cuban coffee. Um, So maybe they'll uh, make some changes there. So it sounds like, is it correct to say that you're actually more in touch with your agents than you were pre-COVID because you didn't use Zoom and you couldn't get all uh, 500 of them potentially together all at once, once a week?
0: So listen, no doubt, have I been able to connect closer and and, and to a wide uh, range of agents and anywhere they're at, and their phone, in their homes, in their businesses, in their cars, when they're driving, you know? And, and again, just, just making everybody adapt to that and creating that new norm, uh, I, I think is definitely a, a, an A plus for that. Right. I'll, I'll share with you yeah. one other thing that has moved my needle that, that I think brokers would get a kick out of and it's prospecting. And I think one of the biggest challenges for brokers is to get your agents out there and prospect. Um, so I, 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 there, there's an app called the Dare Me app on, on your iTunes store. And uh, what we've done is we've done the 30-day challenge and, and we tied it up with, with the Ninja Selling Book. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we get all of our agents and we give the, And the beauty wow. about that app is, is that it gamifies prospecting. And again, as a broker, we're looking for ways to move the needle and to get them to move. And I have found you know, combining the Ninja Selling, create, creating some challenges with that app and gamifying it again has created another opportunity for agents to engage you know to work together and again as a broker getting them to move in this post-covid environment where you can't be there in person you know to sort of really push them
1: keeping it fun too so um i don't know if we have any other uh brokers in the room who also follow ninja selling so let us know in the chat if that's something that uh you guys use as well so um definitely something i've heard really great things about Um, so you talked about prospecting on um, what about internal, like recruiting, training, adding, and keeping your agents enthusiastic besides just uh, the market and sales focus itself.
0: So you, you know what, you know, I hate to use the word recruitment. I, I, I use the word retention. And uh, I think this, you know, very much like most of us get business or most of our agents, social circle past clients, you know, no better referral source than your, your agents who've experienced who you are and what you do, so when it comes to recruitment, um, like we tell our agents to ask for business, I ask my agents, "Hey, if you know anybody, if you've worked with anybody that's a superstar." you know I would love an introduction with them. And um, when it comes to recruitment, okay I, I do two things. I, I have uh, an account with setmore.com which allows me to send anybody a link and, and allows them to, to look into my schedule and set up an appointment. So it's very easy. I think starting with an easy step to connect with you is, is, a, is the first step. And, and I give them two options, Zoom or in person. And if we do it in person, I have a long conference room. And uh, I, I haven't seen the table, pretty, pretty much, pretty much. And I'm Cuban, so I'm a hugger and a kisser. So it's, it's tough for me. Um, with that being said, um, and on Zoom, uh, there's a Zoom option as well. And as a broker, You know, I love that face-to-face. You get to feed off that energy. You get to see what's going on. On Zoom, it's a little bit tougher, and it's even worse when their camera doesn't work and you're staring into a a, a dark screen. But, you know, we have to adapt. And and I've been, you know, I I have reformatted my my in-person presentation to a, a Zoom presentation. And, and for that person that asked, yeah, I did say setmore.com. Yeah, I
1: was going to ask you to clarify. Setmore, yep, uh, setmore.com, it looks like they, Set, they got it. Setmore.com.
0: Uh, um, let me tell you uh, one thing. So, so uh, obviously, when it comes to recruitment, I think there's no better, uh, no better ambassador of you than your agents, okay? And uh, I, I love to leverage them. Um, if, if you look at us, you know, we do a great job of building our reputation online. So, so from a brokerage perspective, we do have a 52-week marketing campaign that, that you know, has the same, same color, same font, branded. And uh, we we don't do the look at this kitchen or or look at this bathroom. We look to see what's going on in our community and we try to tie it down. Okay. From, from a digital perspective, we also grow what's called, you know, our, our top agent campaign where we flex our agents. And more importantly, You know, I I told you that 15 years ago, what made us special was that we videotaped every single listing. So I, I want you to imagine this COVID hit Miami. You know, the whole world shut down. Every single one of my listings had a video. We didn't miss a beat. And I say that to every broker here because guess what moving forward. Like you have an appraiser, like you have an inspector, like you have a handyman part of your team, you need to move forward with a videographer, a photographer or a 3D, you know, shooter added to your arsenal moving forward. You know, we know now that the first showing happens online. We know now the power of the internet, more powerful than ever. You know, moving forward, I I would add somebody of that caliber into your um, arsenal moving forward. I think hugely important.
1: Yeah, keep that around. Um, People are used to it now. They rely on it. Um, I've purchased two homes, sight unseen, just based on videos, floor plans, all those assets, Matterport. Um, So I'm a user and a consumer of that as well. Um, So we've talked about allowing the consumer to connect with the property digitally, but what about the agent? Because you've got some really special agent photos on your site that... um, you'd at a glance, I, everybody check out their site, resf.com agents for this page. So you give some stats about the agent, a quote, a tagline. I looked at it for a couple seconds and felt like I knew those people. So um, what is it about keeping the agent personal?
0: So you know what? Great question. And, and I'm going to share with you this, and, 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 and this will hammer my point. 22 years ago, when I got my license before the internet, if you wanted to hire me, you would call me, I would give you a listing presentation. At the end of that listing presentation, I would give you a list of references. 22 years ago, you would call them and you would say, hey, how did George do? How did he market? How did he report? How did he negotiate? Was he an overall good realtor? Would you use him again? Fast forward to 2020, I have the same exact listing presentation, except I sprinkled a little bit of technology, I sprinkled a little bit of video, okay? And I still have the same list of references. In 2020, No one will call my references, but they will go to the corner, they'll type in my name in Google, and in 15 seconds, they'll make an opinion of me, okay? I wanna make sure that when they hit my agents, or when they run into any of my agents, that they see a consistent marketing campaign when it comes to real estate. I want them to see a picture of them in a professional manner, and we use that picture in different mediums to grow their image of professionalism as a real estate professional. We want them to run into their listings so they can see that from a listing perspective, video is the way that we start our listings with. And, and, and if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see that we also shoot one minute dramas on our agents. And we want to capture the emotion. We want to capture the passion of, of them and why they're in the business. And we feel that that is extremely important for people that know you we know that it's even more powerful for those that are going to meet you in the future and run into that collateral, so for me, you know, growing up in this world wide web, I know that people verify here I, as a real estate broker, I know how important it is to create that cookie crumb trail of proof of success, proof that you are a real realtor you know in an environment where everybody says they are you know I need to show them that you really are one, and again, those are just some of the strategies that we use and, and that everybody should be using when building up an agent
1: right and when agents are running around grabbing at technology to promote themselves, show their reviews, I think what you mentioned about the brand and professionalism is also really important because it's not like you just threw a bunch of social images on your page and and um, you know said now you know who the agent is. Every single one is branded; they're all the same style. It looks very uniform and like you said, professional. So how do you how do you actually get them to do that? Do you have a photographer um, that?
0: So listen, great, great question. And understand this, you know, in real estate, there's so much noise. There's so much branding. So you have to be uniformed, same color, same scheme, same font consistently buys real estate in your brain. It buys it, it especially if you're clever with your content. So you know what? I, I think most people, for the same reason that you just said, you look at my content and you know, either you like it or you don't, but if you like it you and you want to join me, you buy into that culture. So, so think that, Um, We do have two photographers. We do have a marketing kit that you walk in here into my office and you have a plethora of things that can help you brand yourself. You know, I tell this to most agents, you know, you're not, you know, some people say I work for RESF, you know, RESF is really lucky to have you, you know, you are the product. You know, you got to get your picture, your face, your name, you know, in front of as many eyes as possible. You know, RESF is really just that vehicle that says, you know what, if you don't know, now you know, these are the things that you need to do. Look at this. And, and, and again, you can do all this and not be consistent and not move the needle. The secret really is doing all this and keeping it consistent.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, we only have a few minutes left. So I just want to kind of round this conversation out with um, not putting a negative spin on COVID. So you said your market is blossoming and you guys have more leads than you know what to do with. So um, talk to that other broker that, that's feeling frenzied right now. Um, what advice do you have to them for managing growth right now?
0: So, so, so you, you know what, I'm, I'm going to say this. Number one, don't drown yourself. I want you to take a step back and, and you know, one of the things that we have to do is we got to take a step back and reanalyze our business. And I'm going to keep it very simple for you. Okay. I love to run my business like a car. I got four tires. Okay. One tire is marketing. So ask yourself from a marketing perspective, how are you doing and give yourself a grade from A to F like a school teacher. Okay. Your goal is to look at your market, identify who's an A and your goal needs to be to become that a from a training perspective is an, another wheel. Ask yourself, am I training the right content? You know, am I engaging my people? Am, am, I, am I bringing them the right content for them? And grade yourself, do I have consistency? Do I have a calendar? Because remember, you know, people think that we rise to the occasion, but we really compress to the level of training that we have. So, so my second wheel is training. My first wheel is, is marketing. My next wheel is administration. I want to be able to collect documents as soon as possible. And guess what? I want to be able to pay my agents just as fast. And guess what? I want to do that remotely. And, and I want to do that efficiently. So think that administration is my other wheel. And grade yourself, how effective am I? And my last wheel is recruitment and retention. You know, what am I doing to retain my agents? What am I doing to add value? Am I inspiring and motivating them, you know, to help bring some value into my company? And and then at the same time, you know, that that isn't the only you know way that we recruit. We also try, you know, other different methods, but that's the one that really is the strongest one. And and then I grade myself on that. And then I tell myself this, if one of those wheels isn't working or it's an F, there's no way I'm gonna be moving straight. There's no way I'm gonna be moving ahead. So the four wheels are marketing, administration, <laughs> recruitment and retention, and what was the other training. one? Training. Huh? <laughs> training. Training. Thank you very much, training. So you know what I would tell all brokers to look at those four wheels, take it back, grade yourself, and ask yourself, you know, where am I being effective? Where do I need some help? And uh, and I'm gonna end it with this. The beauty about COVID is that real estate professionals from all over the world have gone online and they spilled their beans. You know, the, you know, the beauty about this realtor community is that we share and we, we want to elevate this community by giving back. So anybody, any trainer, everything is online today. Anything you want to niche specialize or add value, it's a Google click or a YouTube search away. It's really up to you to be resourceful and add that to your company. And uh,
1: connect with your fellow attendees too. I mean, we all have a common interest. We're here on the broker track, so that's the people that are here that you can mastermind with, connect with after the conference. So, um, thank you so much, George. Can you tell people again where they can find you?
0: For sure, I- I'm going to add it on the chat. If if you Google George Guerra, you better find me. Um, but 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 if not, resf.com. <laughs> or
1: don't listen to anything else he
0: said. <laughs> resf.com. But but I I think I'm more I'm most active like most of us in the fastest growing social media network, which is Instagram. So I'm putting my, my Instagram handle and my uh, company. So you guys can take a look at our branding and you can also you know, take a look at me and what I'm doing.
1: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, that was a lot of really helpful information.